Welcome to Pastor's Chat. Today we're going to finish up the book of Romans, this great book, Foundations for Our Faith. That's what the book of Romans is about. Remember, the theme of the book is the righteousness of God. And that righteousness of God that's imputed to you and me can only be found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Remember the first chapter is all about the fact that we're sinners. And then our great salvation. Adam sinned and brought sin in the world. But the second man, Jesus Christ, was obedient even to the death of the cross. And because of his obedience, we can be made righteous. And then we learned about how to serve the Lord in Romans chapter 12, understanding our spiritual gifts and giving ourselves to each other and having a right relationship with God, with others in the church, with our enemies even, and not being overcome by, by evil, but overcoming evil with good. One of my favorite verses in all the Bible that I really believe helps us to know how to live the life in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Even today, the opportunities are greater than ever before. I've been saying, I know sometimes it gets so dark outside and we think, what's this old world coming to? But like Adrian Rogers said, man, I can tell you what this world's coming to. It's coming to Jesus because one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But I'm telling you, in the meantime, as the world gets more dark and evil around us, it means there's going to be more opportunities. And the Bible says, buying up the opportunities, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. We have more opportunities than ever to live for Jesus, love others for Jesus, and share Jesus with others, and show them who God really is by His working in our life, even when things aren't working out good for us God is a still good God, and He's still doing good things, and He's still working in our lives, and we can show that to others. Now, here in the last chapter of, of the book of Romans, I like what Paul is saying in these past, last verses, and there's a couple of things here that I think is so important. And he says, For your obedience is known to all, so that I rejoice over you, but I want you to be wise as to what is evil, and I want you to be wise in what is good, and be innocent as to what is evil. I just, another admonition from Paul as he closes the book. Don't learn evil. You don't have to figure out all the evil in the world to deal with it. No, be innocent concerning evil, but learn what is good and practice good. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Then Paul actually gives one of the longest, uh, I guess, greetings in a sense in this book than he does any other epistle that he's written. And he closes with this doxology in verse 25. And we read it as we close our time. Now to him, and he's talking about his God and his Lord and his Savior, Jesus Christ. Now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages. And by the way, that mystery was how the Jew and the Gentile could be one. In the Old Testament, the Jews had no patience with the Gentiles, had no room for them in their lives or in the economy. But my friend, oh goodness gracious, Jesus has made it possible for us to be one. And he says, but has now been disclosed and through the prophetic writings has been made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith. The obedience of faith. You know what it means to be faithful, what it means to have faith? It simply means to be obedient. 
obedient to the truth, obedient to the Word of God, live in that truth, walk in that truth. And then he gives his final word for the book of Romans. And here's where we conclude with Romans. To the only wise God be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. Amen. So be it, Paul says. My friend, it's all about the glory of God. Living for the glory of God. And that's why Paul would write in another book, and whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And Paul said this is all, the preaching, the loving, the caring, the writing, all the suffering. It's all for the glory of God. Could I ask you, my friend, today, are you living for the glory of God? That's why God created you. And that's where you'll find the greatest satisfaction when you know you're living for His glory, for His namesake. I beg, we, I beg you, I ask you, give your heart to Christ today if you've never done it. Live for Him. God bless and have a great day.